Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Here we are at the beginning of June, starting tomorrow. And so tonight we've got a great show uh, that we're going to do discussing how to plan a safe vacation during a pandemic. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145 if you have any insight, wisdom, or maybe just some questions. If you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule, just go to Facebook at Home with Debbie Rule. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home at Home with Debbie Rule. Your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault, The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and the Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. 
at Home with Debbie Rule right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. Now what? What seems to be the million-dollar question? Summertime is here and vacation plans are being made, modified, or in some cases, canceled. 72% of Americans are already making plans for their next vacation, and surprisingly, 35% would consider a vacation as early as this summer. Last summer, nearly half of all Americans headed out on the vacation starting in June. This summer, with so much of the country and the world still under quarantine and lockdown, traditional travel plans may be out the window. We've gone from a whole society of freedom to come and go as we please and to travel to a society of so many that are experiencing the fear of going out. It is in our nature. We don't just want to travel. We need to. So it's not a question of whether or when or even to where. It's going to be how we travel. How do we safely travel during a pandemic? Your travel plans for the summer and vacation checklist may need to shift or be canceled altogether to protect your health and the health of the people you meet when you're out and about. Here's what to consider when you're making travel plans during the coronavirus crisis. If you need something to look forward to beyond your next staycation, well, before you start planning that trip, remember that the health and safety of you, your family, and the people at the companies, services, and destinations you plan to visit come first. Planning a trip for this June may not be in the cards, but if you're ready to start planning trips way in advance, be sure to take these precautions. Think this summer and think small. If you had grand plans to add some stamps to your passport in the summer of 2020, you might be disappointed. Many countries will likely keep their current rules requiring people arriving into the country to undergo a 14-day quarantine in place until the coronavirus crisis is definitely over. And who wants to spend their entire vacation stuck in a hotel room? International travel is not something most will do for the next three to six months, but people will stay in their comfort zone with one tank of gas and within 300-mile radius from home. Most people will crowd into national parks and state parks within a reasonable distance from home, so you might consider heading off the beaten path. Rediscover the small towns of America. You don't have to go to the Statue of Liberty to say you've been to the New York State. There are different ways to see a city and to see a state. Look for two-lane country roads and stop where you want to stop. You're probably going to have an amazing time. Don't discount the big hotel chains. It may feel safer to be in an Airbnb or a tiny boutique hotel, but the chain hotels are looking for ways to ensure the safety of their guests and their staff, too. The big hotel chains are coming up with cleaning protocol. The Hilton is patterned with, uh, partnered with the Mayo Clinic and short being calling the hazmat in they're not doing every they are doing everything to create a level of comfort and security hotels are doing away with many potential touch points by allowing smartphone key access to rooms removing unnecessary objects like hangers magazines and even putting a steel 
a seal on the door after it's been thoroughly cleaned to their standards so you can feel confident that it's safe and virus-free. Well, if it's time for you to cancel, cancel correctly. If you decide to cancel your travel plans, start with the hotel or any tours or activities you have planned. For hotels and tour companies, I advise reaching out sooner rather than later. By canceling early, they may have an option to resell your room or tour, so they may be more incentive to bend the rules for you and let you change things around. With airline tickets, it's best to wait until the bitter end if you're looking for a refund. Airlines will keep flights on schedules up until two days before to avoid having to pay the refund, but wait until the airline cancels the flight to get the full refund. If the flight actually happens as you booked it and you don't plan on flying, you can still cancel and get a voucher for future travel. If you can afford to leave the money and you still want to take your planned trip eventually, it may be smart in some cases to seek out a voucher instead of a refund. Most are being as generous as they can with incentives like 2021 trips or 2020 prices and 125% credit towards future travel and waived change free fees. If you can afford to hold off and reschedule your trip, I think it's a win-win. It helps support the travel industry and it can benefit you in the long run. Also, it reserves your space for when the post-pandemic travel rush floods the airlines. As soon as there's a vaccine, people will be eager to return to travel, so things will be at a premium. You can't be too cautious. That may be the only correct answer to that question, now what? You have to choose the right time to make your move. Select your destination and care and think about everything. You need to have a good idea of your risk tolerance. You define danger and what is safe. Everyone's definition, definition of safe is different. And after the pandemic, a lot of people are going to feel like they've cheated death and emerge ready to take new risks. It would be a good idea to take the lessons we have learned during this pandemic and practice safe, cautious ways to travel that will ensure safety for all in every situation. Happy travels. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. Citizens Insurance, Cowboy Whitetail Processing, Heart of Texas Building and Roofing, and Heart of Texas Memorial Hospital. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho counties. The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives again and their dignity within a safe and caring community. Summer is almost here, and do you want that beach tan without going to the beach? Well, we've got a little bit of the tropics for you right here. Cuts and Such has one month of unlimited tanning for the low price of $45. That's right, one month of unlimited tanning for $45. Cuts and Such is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturday, 9 to noon, for your tanning convenience. No need to make an appointment. Just walk in and experience the newest, hottest tanning beds around. Cuts and Such is located at 1904 South Bridge, so stop by today. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week on the program, we'll be talking about safe summer vacation ideas. 
Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com for At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. Well, good evening and welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about uh, how to plan a vacation during a pandemic. A little bit different this year, trying to plan a vacation or um, maybe modify your plans a little bit. Uh, some of you are having to cancel altogether with some things that you've had planned to do. But uh, there's a lot to learn about traveling, especially with a family during a pandemic. So we're going to try to give you a little bit of insight and wisdom on some things maybe you haven't thought about. And uh, so when you venture out, you'll have a little bit more information on what's out there and what might, uh, what are some obstacles that you might have to overcome while you're traveling, especially with kids. And joining me tonight is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Well, good afternoon, Debbie. How are you this evening, Rudy? Well, I'm good. You're talking about a subject I know nothing about. <laughs> well, you're going to learn. I'm sure I you know. So. I'm sure you know more than you think about it. Have you ever traveled with kids? And you have. Well. It's a little bit different this this year, but... But uh, we're all in the same boat, though. We've never been in a pandemic before. It's crazy. No, but you know, um, it's it it it, it what <laughs> it is very different yeah. when you go to places that are not your normal surroundings. Um, you know what this topic came about because uh, a couple of weeks ago. I took our grandsons on a little day trip. We went just, you know, a couple hours away. And, of course, we um, had our masks. And we were, you know, we were prepared for things that were the obvious, uh, going to a little bit larger environment. And we had talked about several times, you know, all through the months that we've had shelter in place and social media. You were prepared for what you thought you would see. Yes. But when you got there, it was different, wasn't it? Well, I was I was prepared for those things, maybe not at that level, but there were some things that I didn't even think about. Exactly. That I thought, gee, you know, if parents are going to get out there and travel and make a trip in a car, they're probably not thinking about the things, not that I would think of everything. You guys might be thinking of things that I didn't. But I'm usually pretty thorough when I travel, especially with kids, uh, making a plan and making a list and making sure I have everything that we need. Um, I'm pretty, uh, um, I'm not, I'm not perfectionist, but I, I (laughs) but I, but I make sure that, you know, we're, we're ready um, because, you know, anything can happen. And I certainly was not as prepared for this trip as I thought I was. And so that's some of the things that I'm going to share with you tonight. Because if you're heading out, especially on a road trip, um, there are some things that you might not have thought about either. And it was a little difficult. The day uh, was a little stressful in some um, instances because we were in a 
you know, different environment than what we were normally here in Brady. Brady being in a small town and um, people still practicing social distancing and wearing masks and doing things that we need to do in order to stay safe and to be cautious. Uh, But it's at a totally different level once you go to a bigger area or a larger city. And that's just because they have a larger population and the chances are a lot greater of it spreading. And, you know, people are just serious. They just, they don't want to get sick and they don't want you around if you might be sick. And so um, it was, it was interesting. Well, when you returned and shared with me what you had found when you arrived, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. And it's just this simple. What's normal here is not normal where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Larger populations, uh, cities, masses of people, they get a little uh, overboard. I mean... Mm-hmm. They're walking around with their hand sanitizer, and if you don't have a mask on, you can't come in. And if you sneeze, boy, you're going to be glared at. You had told me a story of you reaching to get something in the checkout line, and you invaded a man's space and got this death stare. I was actually oh, at, at um, a grocery store, and um, and I just kind of reached over. I said, excuse me. I mean, I, I didn't touch him. I was still within, you know, a few feet away from him, maybe half, three feet or so. And it, you would have thought that I had, you know, um, committed the They've got those little stand here signs, and you're supposed to be six feet away. Well, yes, and I was in a hurry, and the boys were... You know, I want this, I want that. And, you know, he was standing there forever. I'm not justifying stepping over him. You know, I wasn't, you know, into his space. But it's just, you know, and that's another thing. Be courteous. When you go to the store and you're looking at things and, you know, we have to keep this distance uh, between us and the other people, um, be be diligent about getting the things that you want to get and, you know, kind of be prepared when you go in there to get what you need and kind of get out because, it's, I was standing there, you know, for a quite a bit of a time, you know, with the boys and they were wanting everything else on the shelf that was around there. And I was just like waiting, you know, for him to kind of scoot on his way so I could reach over and get, I don't even remember what it was, ketchup or something. And, and so, um, you know, I'm sure he didn't have any idea Two that I was ago, breeding I had frustration. This great idea <laughs> to cut all these six foot rods and sell them to people so you could probe them if you get, yeah get, you, oh, you are in my wouldn't space. touch you with a 10 foot pole you know a six foot six pole foot move it on there buddy you know what i don't know why you didn't do that well we could i should have done that today. i know it we could now be somebody's gonna today. take my idea now somebody yeah but well. you know should we be the distance police or sh- here's what there's two sides to this i respect people that are concerned and i want to respect their rights And I don't mind wearing a mask if it makes other people feel more comfortable. Uh, And so I respect people who have a concern and are doing their part. I don't mind supporting them and helping them do their part and doing my part for them to feel comfortable. But for someone to attack me for not wearing a mask, if I'm not, or being in a space that may be too close. I don't know if we should be the distance police. I don't know how. I mean, well, I'm kind of. 
Well, let me let sensitive me, to that. Let me be on the other side of it. Yeah. If you are, um, and I and I look at this gentleman. He was an elderly gentleman, so I'm going to give him that. You know, he he may have any a kind of medical issue that it could put him at high risk for catching the virus. And here I am, a woman with two little boys, and I look like you <laughs> know, just, the, I look like the carrying a, magnet, you know. And I'm sure he's looking at that. And and so in his traveling de- germ, form. yeah. So in in his defense. I'm sure, you know, he was just like, don't get too close to me. And, you know, I I understand that because I really don't want people getting too close to me. I mean, I I think not only of myself, but I think of the two little boys that I'm around a lot that could get that and could be, you know, uh, deathly. Well, we don't want anybody to get sick. Or to you, you know. And so I think that I want to be more cautious because I don't want to bring that home. I don't want to transmit germs because even though I might think I'm a healthy person and probably would be okay if I got something like that, um, I, I really feel like with you being through all your cancer treatments and going through all that, your immune system has been a little bit uh, different ever since you went through all well, of that. I'm a little feeble. You're a little bit, and and so uh, you know, I just I think about that, and I think, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone that I love that I'm around, and so I err on the side of caution. If you know, if I'm if I'm waving at you from afar, it doesn't mean that I don't want to come up and hug you. It's just that I just don't want to take a chance, and. I know I'm probably one of these people that they're saying, well, you know, you're going a little overboard. Well, you know, I think if we practice safe, uh, cautious things like hand washing and not getting too close to people, especially during regular flu season and things like that, then maybe we could minimize some of the other things that go around just by practicing good um Good habits, you know. These making these good are, choices. These have all been I, good habits. I, I and totally choices. agree, and I think people are going to carry them with them going forward. We're going to be much more aware of germs and viruses mm-hmm. and where they are and how you get them. And we don't want to get sick. I mean, we can't uh, ignore the fact that over a hundred thousand people have died, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have lost loved ones, and it's tragic, tragic, tragic. Mm-hmm. And there are people that. You're ready for this to be over. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to get back to normal. But at the same time, if someone comes along that's, you know, uh, using the hand gel and wearing a mask and they're concerned, I'm going to respect that. Mm-hmm. And if someone points out to me that I'm violating social distancing or something, you know what? I'm going to give them grace. Mm-hmm. They may be going overboard, but you know what? Uh, better to go overboard than be in the hospital with coronavirus yeah they may have reason and you know this is the thing too is that it's kind of a sneaky virus oh it's terrible uh there are people that are asymptomatic that yeah that carry the virus that don't have one symptom and so who's to say whether or not you're carrying something or not and so it's just i i certainly do not live in fear i do not believe that God does not protect me. It doesn't mean that I don't have faith and, and all of these things. I'm just going to, you know, put that aside and just say that we are supposed to use wisdom and yeah, exactly. we are supposed to do what we feel like our gut instinct is telling us. Right. And my gut instinct has been to be 
cautious and to uh, not go overboard, but to be obedient to things that have been asked of me, and that's to uh, be safe and to not live out there thinking that, oh, you know, I'm untouchable uh, because I'm not. And we've got children and grandchildren that are looking to us, and whatever we do, they're going to do. And if we say, oh, poo, there's nothing to it, well, they could be one of the people that get sick and have a real bad time of it. And how would we feel then? So erring on the side of caution, erring on the side of health, Mm -hmm. making healthy, safe decisions. And so if you're one of those folks that uh, wants to get back to normal, just respect others that are a little more, you know, Mm -hmm. not quite where you are. Well, and things may never be normal. I bet that in quotation marks as we think is normal. Uh, we may be practicing social distancing. We may see masks from here on out because this, they said, this will come back. If this doesn't, something else might. Uh, until they get a vaccine for this and nothing else comes up, we're going to see people experiencing uh, these things that they're doing to be cautious. Sure. And so, um, you know, it's. I think life as it used to be, is not going to be life as it used to be anymore. That's right. And I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that a lot of good can come of it, as I said. Kids are being taught uh, it's okay not to get so close to everybody. It's okay to not hug everybody. It's okay not to, you know, especially when it's a high season of illness. You know, it's good to wash your hands all the time. And when you go to school, you know, don't share your toys. Don't share your coat. Don't, you know, these kinds of things that we teach our kids. And they're like, "Eh." they've had several months now to learn it. We've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old grandson. And we tell them not to do something. They say, why? We say, we coronavirus. And boy, they respond. Oh, coronavirus. Boy, it's, a, it's a nice, good excuse if you don't want to go somewhere, <laughs> That's too. That's right. Oh, they're closed. Coronavirus. I milked it. I have to admit it. I feel so bad, but I have. Um, you know, it's, but they're learning. You know, children are learning. Adults are learning for the first time about how to stay healthy. I'm not kidding you. There are oh, some people not, out there I'm thinking there about that, something else. Watching you interact with those grandsons gives me a whole new perspective on wives' tales. Now I know where they come from. Well, you told them what? Well, I didn't want them playing over there. Oh, okay. Let me in on your story so that we can be, you know, not, on the not, same page. Not, not total fibs, but just partial <laughs> truths, I guess. And on that note, we're going to... Children uh, will be scarred from now on. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back for the second half. We're going to give you some tips on what you can do if you're planning on traveling this uh, summer with your kiddos. I'll share a little bit more about my experiences in traveling a couple of weeks ago with my grandbabies, and hopefully that'll be some insight to help you be able to plan and have a successful, fun trip and not be frustrated as I was. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. So stay tuned. We've got lots more coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. James Long Real Estate, Riata River Ranch, RES, and At Home with Debbie Rule. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho County. The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. 
When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. If you're looking for the perfect place to exchange your wedding vows, experience romance in the air, and breathtaking sunsets, Terlingua Ghost Town will give you the ultimate destination wedding experience. You will feel a rustic romance with all the history of things remaining the same for centuries, and a modern romance for any couple to share their love. Terlingua Ghost Town brings the beauty and elegance of the St. Agnes Church being the perfect wedding chapel to have the ceremony of your dreams. The celebration doesn't stop at the chapel. It will extend to an exquisite outdoor venue for the most romantic reception under the stars. Fabulous indoor party at the Starlight Theater Restaurant and Saloon. And the most sophisticated accommodations for your guest and the most memorable stay for the bride and groom. There is no place better to start your life whether you are planning a wedding extravaganza or a private romantic elopement. Terlingua Ghost Town is the place to be. For more information about accommodations, the trading store, St. Agnes Church, visit BigBenHolidayHotel.com. And for the Starlight Theater Restaurant and Saloon, visit TheStarlightTheater.com. Your wedding in Terlingua Ghost Town has been written in the stars. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about traveling during a pandemic. Uh, vacation season is right upon us, and so a lot of us are planning or modifying our plans. And so it's um, a time where we can look forward to getting away and, and uh, enjoying some time with the family, but it might be a little bit different than what you're usually used to. And as I was sharing in the first half, I um, had taken a trip a couple of weeks ago with my grandsons. We had gone a couple of hours uh, into a larger area, city, and it was very different. Of course, this city had several uh, cases of the COVID-19 virus, and so it was, I mean, it's... Um, getting better and and things are opening up but they still did not have uh the freedoms that we have here a lot of restaurants were still even though they were able to open for dining were still not open for dining they were still just um doing curbside pickup a lot of them were not even allowing you to come in you had to order online and then pick up at the curbside. Um, a lot of convenience stores, I found, that did not have restrooms available. 
Uh, they were locked and closed. And so, uh, you know, this created a, a challenge and a little bit of a problem traveling with a four-year-old and a three-year-old, or soon-to-be five-year-old this Wednesday, five- and three-year-old, because um, when they need to go to the restroom, they need to go to the restroom. And it wasn't that easy to just stop and find a place that would accommodate some of the things that you kind of take for granted when you're traveling. And so one thing I want to encourage you just on some things that I learned uh, taking just a short day trip. If you are planning to travel out of your county, out of your city, out of your county, and especially out of your state, put a plan in place and check what the um, criteria is, what is open, if, it, if you're changing states, what has the governor said for that state, what is open, what are they allowing, you know, are they still in uh, shelter in place, are they still in lockdown, are they open, you know, what is going on, are they allowing travelers into the city, if you're going to go by route, how are you going to go, because are you going to avoid some of these larger areas that have had high cases, numbers of cases, you know, these are all things to consider that you may not have considered, you may take this trip all the time, and and this may just be the way you go, and that may not be the same route that you take traveling this summer. You may take some of the back roads. You may not go through the big cities. And um, But if you are crossing, if you're leaving your uh, town or city and you are crossing county lines or you are crossing state lines, you for sure need to check what is going on in that particular county because what you might face is um, food public facilities as as, uh, restrooms. I was saying services. If you think you're going to stop in and do what you normally do, they're going to no, not here, not today. Yes. And um, And you can find yourself in a bind. Right. And so planning, you know, ahead, maybe packing, being sure that you pack enough snacks and food just in case there's a long stretch where there's not anything available. Also, um, water, you know, water, make sure you have water, you have plenty of water, uh, mapping out your route and looking and seeing, you know, where are rest stops and are the rest stops, your rest stops going to be open? Call the Department of Transportation. Let us know what is, what is going on on your highways and your byways? Are they, are they open? Are you allowing traffic in, you know, through, through those cities? You can call the chambers of commerce. Yes, and find out, you know, if the um, restaurants are open or how you go about doing takeout. Convenience stores, a lot of people stop in convenience stores for gas and the services, Mm -hmm. and like you said. They were locked. You had little boys that needed to go, and they didn't have anywhere to go. That's right, and and it was was frustrating because I found myself in a situation where, I'll just say, I take for granted that those services are available. And when you find yourself in a situation where they're not, then you could be, you know, frustrated. So, And and it's a who'd have thought this would be this way. I mean, there's been so many instances over the last two months that I've just been surprised at how far-reaching this, mm-hmm. the effects of this is mm-hmm. that I would have never thought of. Mm-hmm. And we, and you know, we had, we had snacks, we had food, we had water, we had all of those things. But I was not thinking about the restrooms. I was just not even thinking about that. And but when you think of everything being closed, there are no restrooms. And and convenience stores, you know, they just have a sign on the door that says closed. 
so what are you going to do? I mean, you know, it's, it, it's, it is, uh, it could be quite challenging. So map it out. You know, I know that that sounds like, oh, you know, but, but you know, where are you going to stop? Okay. If you're planning to stop, what is available in that area? Um, find out, okay, well, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop at this Love's Truck Stop, or we're going to stop at this Bucky's. You know, when we went to New Orleans, I went to New Orleans with the boys. I mapped out all the Bucky's to the state line, you know, all the way to Baytown. Boys, when you see a Bucky sign, that's where we're going to stop and walk around and, you know, get some exercise and get a little snack. And then, you know, we're going to get back in the car again. And they watched. And every time they saw that sign, oh, it's coming up, Mama, it's coming up, you know. And so, you know, map it out. <clears throat> Decide the route you're going to take. Find a, you know, make a plan A, make a plan B, because sometimes plan A doesn't always work and things change. Uh, things are changing daily. If, if you're going to plan a trip a month from now, go ahead and make that plan. But when it gets closer to the time that you're leaving, you need to be sure that you check it out right before you leave because things are changing daily. A lot more uh, things are opening. Uh, things are becoming more available. But in some areas, things are not. And things that you may think are available may not be. So as you get closer to time to leave... Uh, be sure that you check on those major things that you would need, accommodations, food, uh, restrooms, uh, different things like this. Um, take your items with you as far as um, sunscreen, aloe vera gel, first aid kits, things like this that you think, oh, I can just run into a Walmart or a drugstore and pick up these things. These items are not on the shelf This is what you're finding is that these items are not on the shelf. They've been low in stock. People have been buying them up and you might not find what you are in dire need of at the time. So take those things with you. I know it's extra packing. I know it's, you know, more room. Take less clothes. Take the necessities that you need like those things because you may not be able to purchase them along the way and you'll find yourself needing them especially if you're going to be in the sun. If you're traveling in the evening, places are closed that would normally be open. And that's right. The 24 hour Walmart, most all of them are closing eight, eight, you know, eight or eight 30. That's right. And so, um, fast food closing when they used to be open. There's just, we, we as a society, and I'm so guilty of this. I just jump in the car and go, you know, if I've got money on my debit card, I can fill up the tank and go. And there's no planning mm-hmm. because I've been there before and I know what is going to, I expect everything to be the same. And as you found out, everything, mm-hmm. everything is different. Yes. And um, another thing, you know, and this is just a general rule, whether you're traveling during this summer or any time, credit cards and debit cards are wonderful, but do not find yourself cashless. That's right. You do need to take a little bit of cash because there are times when computers are down and uh, gas pumps are not taking cards. And the only way that you can get gas or get from point A to point B is having some cash. So don't find yourself in a situation where you are stranded. Um, Plan, plan, plan. That's all I can say is plan. Put some disposable masks in your car. Uh, We took the kids took their regular masks, and um, I had some disposable masks that I had in there as well as a, one that I had. But 
you're going to be in different areas and you're probably not going to be near a washing machine where you can wash those. Don't think that you can just keep going out in these areas and wearing the same mask without washing it if you're wearing a fabric mask. So, you know, you might want to travel with disposable masks where you can just use them when you use them. And then when you're done, you can find the proper um, container to place those masks in and dispose of them. Please don't be one that throws them out on the streets. I saw that when I was in the city too. People that just were done wearing them in the store and just tossed them in the street. And it's just... um, really saddens me to see that we take care of our land that way. So put them in the proper containers and dispose of them. But the disposable masks are great because you've got a lot in a packet and there's enough for everybody in the family. It's a clean mask for every time you go in. You take it out, take it off, throw it away, you know, wash your hands. And, you know, hand sanitizer is great, but it does not take the place of washing your hands, especially if you're traveling. And um, I noticed that a lot of places that um, you could get gas were providing gloves Mm -hmm. at the gas pumps where you could put on gloves before you touch the uh, handles of the gas pumps. Um, And I've always done this when I use public restrooms is, you know, take a paper towel Mm -hmm. and touch the handle with that. I don't touch it with my hands. And I've done that anyway. And so continue to keep doing these things um, to make sure that you don't spread, but you don't pick up something that's been spread. And it doesn't take much. But it does take a thought. You got to think about it and you got to make the effort, you know. Uh, you read these uh, articles, the dirtiest place in a public bathroom is the handle on the toilet or the door handle or the handle on the faucet. Those are the dirtiest places, and you don't think about that. I don't touch a, yeah, a handle exactly. on a toilet. I exactly. flush it with my foot. Well, the door handle, the door handle <laughs> to get out is foot. just as dirty. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. And the, ha- the faucet on the the handle on the faucet is just as dirty. So. I have to tell this little story because I'm always <laughs> traveling with wet wipes and things like that. And so I uh, had given each of the boys, we had gone into um, a place and I gave each of the boys, they had their mask on and I gave each of the boys a wet wipe. And I said, um, okay, now, you know, this, you don't touch anything, wipe your hands off. I'm going to sit you down in the cart and you're just going to stay in the card and don't touch anything. And if you do happen to touch something, then you need to wipe your hands off. And so um, they were holding their hand and I, one of them, I think it was Taylor. I can't remember which one it was, but anyway, they had dropped their little wet wipe. wipe. Mm -hmm. And they were like, mama, my germ rag, my germ rag. I dropped my germ rag. That was Hudson. (laughs) And so, you know, they were concerned. And um, there's nothing wrong with these habits of teaching your kids to be clean. You know, take those wipes, take those um, um, Clorox wipes and things like that with you. Use them on the handles. Use them when you go in. I keep them in my hands just to wipe things down as I go along. And throw them in the trash. They are no good after you've wiped things down. You need to get rid of it in the trash can. Yeah. And so it's um, it takes a little bit more effort. And traveling now during this season is going to probably take a little bit more effort on your part to plan it out. To take some of the things that you wouldn't necessarily take with you. And to be prepared for what if. 
And that's what I'm saying tonight is be prepared for what if. What if I can't find a restroom? What if there's nothing open for me to eat? What if I get sunburned and I need aloe vera gel? What if, you know, what if? Do I have a what if bag? It's a different world we live in today. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, you just reminded me of something. Uh, John I'm, Wayne was in a movie called The Searchers, and he tells this lady to go with him, and he said, get your possibles bag. <laughs> and they used to carry possibles bags, and they called them possibles. Get your possibles. And what that is, it's a bag full of stuff for anything that could possibly happen. And that's what you're talking about. Yep. You're, you're kind of little, uh, what do they call it nowadays? Your bug-out bag. Yeah. <laughs> These preppers have a bug-out bag. You know, if uh, all of a sudden the, everything hits the fan, they can bug out, and they've got everything they need mm -hmm. for, you know, the next 24, 48 hours. So yeah. get yourself a bug-out bag put together, mm -hmm. and you'll be prepared yeah. for this strange world we're living in today mm -hmm. and it, it will really minimize the stress that you have especially if you're traveling with kids uh, because the unexpected can happen and I, I just I wasn't expecting some of the things you know that I I uh, experienced I had ordered some things online and had got curbside um, pickup and I thought, well, I'm doing curbside pickup. There's the grocery store that I like right over here. So I'll just swing on by there and put the kids in the cart and, you know, pick up a few things. But uh, a lot of, I'm going to say that 100% of the places are, will not allow you in without a mask. And so you need to have something in your car because if you're traveling to different locations, you may come upon a place where they are not allowing anyone in without a face, with any type of face protection. So uh, if you, you know, mask, some people have bandana, whatever, but they are, uh, will not allow you in without a face protector. So you need to have something in your car. And I'm telling you, those disposable masks, they are awesome because you can just get rid of them right there when you're done and they're good for everybody. So um, think about these things. What are you going to do? Um, where are you going to go? What is it that you need? Pack those what-ifs because stores are closing early. You may not have the uh, availability due to shelves being empty for certain things. Be sure you take enough water. And um, stay in hotels that are practicing good health um, hygiene and cleaning. Um, a lot of the um, air R&Bs are taking 24 hours in between bookings uh, to do a thorough cleaning but and I'm not saying that they're not clean, but the major chain hotels, as I mentioned before, are held to a higher standard. They are, you know, partnering with people to make sure that everything is really clean. And so don't fear, you know, that you can't stay somewhere. But again, be cautious when you go in there, you know. Um, so I just think that it takes a little bit more thought, um, a little bit more training on your part as a parent with your children teaching them, you know, we're going to go here and this is what we're going to do and these are the rules. Um, just like I've told my kids, you know, you, you have to stay in the cart. You're not allowed to get out of the cart. You're not allowed to walk. You're not allowed to touch anything. And these are just good standard rules anyway, but they 
need to be enforced, especially during a time where there is a potential danger. And it is potential danger. That's exactly what it is. Well, that's absolutely correct. And one thing I occurred to me, don't if you're traveling, don't get below half a tank of gas. Mm-hmm. You don't know um, whether where you're going. I mean, in Brady well, there's a few a shortage. years ago. I, I found that when I was gone, when I was leaving too, is that there were several uh, gas pumps that were empty that had the, um, you know, little things on them, the green things that they were closed. They were, they were out. So what are you going to do if you, you know, run into that situation, which can happen? Exactly. And, you know, a few years ago in Brady, the electricity went out for a day and a half mm-hmm. and you couldn't get gas. There was no electricity to run the pumps. And Another reason to have cash on hand, too. Well, that's, yeah. I'm going to uh, run through this quickly <coughs> before we end, uh, because if you're planning a trip to the beach or if you are thinking about swimming pools, swimming pools at the hotel, anything like that, uh, you're wondering, is it okay to go swimming in um, during the pandemic and pools of course they're using chlorine so the virus can live very short time in chlorine now in the ocean of course that's the ocean but it's big um, but you're still dealing with people and so if you're going to go to a heavily populated area be sure that you're still practicing social distancing be sure that if you're going to be around people that you can wear a mask Uh, Remember that you might be in a different area than you are in your safe little hometown, and so things might be different. But when you go to the pool, again, being very careful, telling your kids not to share their pool toys with other kids. Uh, Don't be touching other kids' toys. Don't be, um, you know, getting too close, telling them to stay uh, within distance in the pool from one another. Another thing, don't tell them, you know, don't use the ladders when you're climbing up. Let's just not use those this time because every time they touch, someone touches the ladder, your child touches the ladder or you touch the ladder, it's almost impossible for you to go wipe that down every time. You know, they're not going to be able to do that. So maybe just omit using, uh, the ladders and the things that you use to get out of the pool. Although again, using the chlorine, it does live very short time, but you just don't know. Um, it can it can attach to any surface. So masks, um, but, you know, be smart. You cannot breathe if you wear a mask into the water, under the water, so please don't do that. But, you uh, better not breathe under the water anyway. <laughs> that's right. Well, it, with a mask, you, you're, you do not wear a mask underwater. You know, underwater. at the ocean, that's there's only one virus I'm worried about. <laughs> the shark virus. That's, oh, that's the only virus I'm worried about true. at the ocean. Um, but don't breathe underwater, folks, even if you've got a mask. Don't breathe underwater. What I was saying is you can't breathe underwater. And do not... People out there you know what I'm talking about. You said it's hard to breathe underwater with yes. a mask on. Okay. I'm sorry. Excuse me for it's saying right. you're bringing clarification. Um, now, <laughs> I'm stumped Just for what the rest of the thing is. Job. We only have a minute Doing left. my job over here. Don't share goggles or other gear. Um, all you teenagers, no kissing. Stop that. Well, that's for That's one that's way to get always. the coronavirus right there. Um, keep up with hand hygiene. Be sure that you're washing your hands, even, you know, at the pool. Most pools um, are, are opening, 
and um, some have not been able to open because there's been a shortage of chlorine. Brady's pool is going to open. Yeah, We don't know when. I, I don't know when. It might we had to get chlorine, open. and we got it. Yeah, and it's been hard to come by. So, And that's another thing. If you're planning a trip and your sole trip is based on a swimming pool, water park, um, amusement park, something like this, you might want to find out and make sure that it's open you also might need to check and see to what capacity. Is it 25%, 50%, 75%, what? Because they're going to mark you off. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get there. You're going to wait in line, and they're going to let the first 25% or 50% people come in. And then you're going to have to wait until somebody else comes out before other people are let in. And if you want to stand all day long in a line waiting to just get in... You know, that is a possibility uh, because they're not able to open at a, and it's all based on the number of cases that have been in Well, and if you're standing county. in line, they're going to make you stand six feet apart. So the line yes. is going to be about six times longer Yeah, well, the same amount it, of people. It can be a long time waiting for people to come out, especially if they just open. So um, take these things into consideration. Do I want to spend a day standing in line or do I maybe want to put that off and go at a different time? Uh, let's do something else instead. These are all things that you're probably not thinking about. I went to some places where I had to stand in line to get in and wait till somebody came out before I could go in. So these are things you're probably not thinking about. You're just thinking, oh, I'm just going to go and it's going to be a usual trip as, you know, as usual. It's not in some places and in some situations. So think about it. Do your research before. I can't say that enough. Do your research before. Where are you going? What are you going to do? Is it open? What are some obstacles that could occur before? Uh, try to find and troubleshoot those things before you get in the car and go. And then be on the same page. Have a family meeting and say, look, you know, this is what we have planned. This is what we figured out. This is what we need from you uh, in order to make this trip fun and, and um, successful. So let's all talk about what our responsibilities are to um, make our family vacation uh, the best that we can make it. And it's a good time to talk with your kids, teach your kids, and have your kids become responsible and learn and be a part of doing things a little differently, but learning, you know, how to deal with life in a crisis situation. You can always use our go-to. <laughs> Meant to turn she has off. found a way to <laughs> shut me off. You can I always use our go-to excuse. We're not going on vacation because of the coronavirus. That's right. I think there's a lot of people that are really wanting to get out in a way if they're available, if they are able to get off work or if they're able to financially uh, do it. But um, they're wanting to, you know, get out and try to be some somewhat normal. But remember, normal is just not quite out there yet. So uh, be sure that you make a plan and walk through it thoroughly making those stops and take your what-if bag and make sure that you check into everything that you're going to do, that it's available, purchase your tickets ahead of time, um, and do your research because you might be surprised when you get there that things are not exactly as you had thought they were going to be. Um, takes a quick phone call to maybe a Chamber of Commerce, to the Texas Department of Transportation, to the um, venue itself that you're wanting to go to, so do some checking, and then you can make the decision whether or not that is what you want to do for your vacation. That's right. 
We want to thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. And I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week with more information on how to have a great summer, even though we're having a pandemic. See you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Don't forget about our podcast on iTunes and on iHeartRadio. We hope you have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNL 95.3 FM and KNLradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.